0: Jeremiah chapter 10, Jeremiah chapter 10, we are going to take a declaration of God's glory from that this um, afternoon. I always like to remind us of why we would do this, and that's um, to fill the air with the knowledge of the glory of God as the water covers the sea. We need to do that. Let's make it our whole trance in the morning and at night. If you wake up during the night, do it. At noonday, do it. Take a few scriptures. There are two things we do with that. Number one, we declare God's glory. Then, we also invoke his judgments upon the earth. Because the Bible says, when thy judgments are upon the earth, the inhabitants thereof, they learn righteousness. He said God is a God of mercy. That is true, but it's also a God of judgment. He has to clear away iniquity. From the earth so that he can release his blessing which he procured through the mercy that he had in Christ Jesus. He has to do that. So there's always a season. A season for mercy which precludes, that is which precedes the time of judgment. And those who refuse to accept mercy, they go into judgment. And then when he has accomplished his judgment, he pours forth a blessing. That's the way it is. Sometimes we want to be nicer than God is. It's not like that. You know, when I was in Sokoto, pastor, uh, one of the ministers was saying something, Dr. Fagwewe, which was very interesting. He said that he, 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 let me caption what he said as creation of heaven, of a new heaven. He showed the things that have been cast into the lake of fire. By the time he atomized it, he said, what will remain? All of us shouted heaven. That the only thing that will remain when you take the unbelieving, the wicked, and cast into the lake of fire, you take the devil and his angels, into the lake of fire. You take the beast and the um, the Antichrist into the lake of fire. And you take hell and Hades and cast them into the lake of fire. You say, what's remaining again? All of us shouted, heaven. The only thing that will remain is what? Heaven. And one way by which God produces heaven on the earth, let me use that expression, is to cast things into the lake of fire. He has to destroy iniquity. I know that I've realized if God is going to do things in an orderly fashion on the earth, he always requires our cooperation. So what do we do? We declare his glory. And there are times we we'll also have to declare that God that sought upon that thy almighty one, and ride down prosperously and in majesty because of truth, and let your right hand do awesome things. It's important. God is not the God of... Now, let me say this. Don't get me wrong, please. Hear me out first before you start... Wearing your critical armor. I hope you're getting my point. Uh-huh. God is not the God of mercy we want to portray Him to be. I'm not saying He's not a God of mercy. I said the one we are trying to what? Portray. That's where the problem is. A God that never punishes sin because He's too kind. A God that will always let you get away scot-free no matter how much you disobey Him. He's not that kind of God. His mercy is abundant upon who? Those that fear him. He expects that you are dealing with secret faults and errors you can't understand. So he's always merciful. David had to pray, Deliver me from presumptuous sin. Let it not have mastery over me. Because if you walk in presumptuous sin, then you are by yourself denying the mercy of God. It's very important we understand that. Anyway, that's not the teaching for today. Yes, sometimes Christians want to be nicer than God is. And for that reason, they remain in the, uh, which word do I use? In the disorder that God is trying to eradicate. I hope you're getting my point. That's just the way it works. All right, the Lord is good. All the time. Jeremiah chapter 10. Please everybody get your Bibles ready. We are going to read from verse, um, six. Along the line, I may interrupt us at the point to tell us to jump a particular verse that's just to get a flow, alright, and save time. We are reading as far down as um verse 16. We'll jump a few lines as we are going on. You'll see why in a moment. Let's all try and use the same version, alright? If you don't have the version that most of us have, please just share with somebody. So what what which one are we using? Alright, you said it, not me. <laughs> you said New Americans, and so if you don't have one, please just look into the Bible of somebody that has. I remember, read it loud into the air. Are we ready? All right, from verse 6, 1 to let's go. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and great is your name in might. Who will not fear you, O King of the nations? Indeed, it is your due. For among all the wise men of the nations and in all their kingdoms, there is none like you. But they are altogether stupid and foolish. In their discipline of delusion, Their idol is wood. Verse ten, please. But the Lord is the true God; He is a living God and the everlasting King. At His wrath the earth quakes, and the nations cannot endure His indignation. Verse eleven. Thus you shall say to them: The gods that did not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. Read it again. The gods that did not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. Verse 12. It is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding he has stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a tumult of waters in the heavens, and he causes the clouds to ascend from the end of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain. And brings out the wind from his storehouses. Every man is stupid, devoid of knowledge. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his idols. For his molten images are deceitful, and there is no breath in them. They are a worthless, a work of mockery. In the time of their punishment, they will perish. The portion of Jacob is not like this, for the maker of all is he. And Israel is a tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. Bear this in mind. He said in the time of their punishment, they will perish. I wanted to say amen to that. Who are those who are perishing? Two groups of people. Number one, the idols. The gods that did not make the heavens. The gods that did not make the earth. They will perish in the time of their punishment. And those that worship them will be like them. That's what the word of God says. Now my emphasis again today is that there is a time. And hear ye the word of the Lord. The time is now. Yes, the time is now. There's what is called the long suffering of God. God is long suffering. He's not ever suffering. There's something I've been saying again and again. (laughs) Anytime I stand up like this, it comes up in my spirit. And I know I'm supposed to say it. You see all those that gather, are you getting my point? Gather people, say they are pastors, they are fake. They say they are prophets, they are fake. They say they are apostles, but they are fake. But they gather people in the name of the Lord, and they pretend that see, they are speaking for the Lord Jesus. Some of them arrange miracles. They put people in wheelchairs, pay them, say when I start praying, get up. They do things like that. They pay people to come and give fake testimonies. They do that. Remember the celebrated case of the woman with the the shortened um, arm, who three different prophets healed in the same season. God wanted to set them up. I have medical training. When I saw that thing, I said, "This thing is as fake. Just looking like it, you no, it's a fake miracle." You know why? Once she's healed, she never raises the arm. It was clear. Now, if you have some training, just look at it. This arm that you are healing, why can't you raise it up? You know the bone inside is broken. And that's why the bone used to overlap. Her muscles will retract. So she trained herself to relax the muscles while they are praying. It was clear. I mean, I couldn't be fooled by that. If you check, any time they finish praying for her, she hold the hand like this. She couldn't raise it. They never healed Jack. God embarrassed them. One of the men that was involved He was still defending his action. Let me tell you something. Hmm? God will destroy you if you can't be corrected. Mark my words. Destruction awaits the person who cannot be corrected. He said, he that is often rebuked but hardens his heart shall suddenly be destroyed without remedy. That's the word of God. I looked at it that time I said, do one or two things. The number one, the best thing to do is to say, I'm sorry, I know God is merciful. That is when you tap into his mercy. The second one you could do, you just shut up and disappear. But people will still raise their shoulders. God doesn't reject people because they do what is wrong. He rejects them because they refuse to be corrected. As a matter of fact, that's what he does. So, Do this with the Amalekites. He didn't. God went to Samuel, his friend. Today I feel bad. Why are you feeling bad, Lord? I made Saul king in Israel. So Samuel rose up, didn't sleep the whole night, cried the whole night, rose up early in the morning, went and met Saul, and Saul insisted, "I obey the voice of the Lord, thy God." He said, "Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, therefore He has rejected you from being king." What was the word they rejected? It was not the first instruction. It was a word of correction. Yeah, that's the way God works. Now I was saying something. See all those preachers like that who are arranging miracles. This is a time of their judgment. Amen. It's a fact. Start watching it. The Lord will help them. They will hear this, they will hear this warning. That is to be plead for them to hear. They will, some will not, they will never agree. But hear the word of the Lord. They will be the example God will use. Yeah, the more stubborn you are, the more God is acquiring examples. The season has come when God is drawing his sword against those that lie in his name. Yeah, this is the season. This is the season. The time is now. So in the time of their judgment, they will all perish. And I'm telling you, the time is now. So I'm saying this. I'm saying this loud as a warning to people like that. You arrange miracles. You do crusades. Pay people to come and give fake testimony. Many of you, you will never leave that crusade ground. For sure. And I, I, I don't want to say, Man, let us think you are wicked. I'm giving you what God is planning to do. Your course will be carried away in maybe an ambulance. Something at the back of a keke. Yes. I'm not joking about that. To the last program that you will organize. For many, every testimony given, falsely, will be torn, and you will be afflicted with it. So, people will say, I'm not preaching mercy. I'm not my own servant. I hope you get my point. You know what God said to Jeremiah? Everything I tell you to say, you must say it. This word, like Jesus took his, his particular portion of scriptures one day and said, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. I'm telling you the same thing today. This one you have read now. This is a season. It will be fulfilled right before your eyes. Yes. Everything has a first fruit. The first fruit has gone. Those who are wise <laughs> will take instruction. I know what I'm saying. Today I woke up in the morning and I saw what was going on. I don't know. I, I just felt, I don't know, who is were blanked about it. I said, eh, it has started. There's a short window. There's a short window. The window is short. All those who practice wickedness, one of the worst forms of wickedness you can practice is to lie in the name of the Lord. Yes. His arrow has been sharpened and is aimed at the heart of his enemies. It's a matter of fact. In the time of their punishment, he says, they will perish. And I'm saying to you today, this is that time in this nation. Yeah, this is that time. As God is judging these spiritual idols, so will he judge human idols too. There are those who think that the power belongs to them, to make and to unmake. They will knock your door, you won't be there anymore. Those who hoped in you, you'll be gone. You know, he said, I have sworn by myself. The word has gone forth from my mouth in righteousness... And will not turn back. That word says to me: Every knee will bow, every tongue will swear allegiance. They will say of me: The Lord says, Only in the Lord are righteousness and strength. That is the word of the Lord. Let's take our declaration of understanding. We we'll take our seats and we we'll begin to study today. The Lord is good. Those who collected the magazine earlier, look at the cover. That's where our declaration is uh, printed. The rest of us, we know it by heart, so let's do it together. One, want to let's go. Now I declare that the Lord has given me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And I'm being filled with the knowledge of his will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. As a result of this, I'm walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. I'm pleasing him in all respects. I'm bearing fruit in every good work, and I'm increasing in the knowledge of God. Now again, I incline my ears to his word. The word is entering my heart. It is giving me light and direction. It is healing me in every area, and it's making me more and more like the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 I said amen. Amen. All right, the Lord is good. Let's take our seats. Uh, Let's open our Bibles to commence today's teaching. We'll take from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32. It's our school of prayer. So we are learning how to pray. They came to Jesus and said, teach us how to pray. So it's something we must learn. Praying is important. The people that pray are important to God and to his work on the earth. Praying is important. It's one of the express commandments the Lord gave us. Men ought always to pray and not to get tired. Jesus said it. A song we used to sing is so true. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is the master key. You know the song? Yeah, it's a good song and it's a true song. We check, when he was baptized, he was praying. When he was going to the cross, he went to the garden and he prayed. And on the cross, he continued to pray. And before he died, the last thing he did was to utter a word of prayer. Father, into your hands I do what? I commit my spirit. So it's so important. We keep learning how to. What God wants to do on the earth needs our cooperation in prayer. And this particular series, of course, it will sound um, a bit... Like they say, outlandish, if I say that it's one of the most important things I've had to teach on prayer. But, of course, that's what I'm feeling right now. But that is actually because of what's going on around. It's because of what is going on around. Sometimes, like Americans we say, you are blindsided. You don't even understand when something will just happen. Honestly, my brethren have been blindsiding me. They do things that shock me. Then you realize that I thought we were together. And they make it clear, no, you are your own. When they are with you, they say things that are right. Then when you see them make decisions, or when you hear quotes from things they said behind your back, you're just shocked. Then you realize that agreement is not about physically joining hands. It's about having the same thought processes. It's about having the same expectation from God. It's about having the same desire. But many times, no, we don't, ha- we don't have that. We are speaking together. We are all nice, nice you know, to each other. But our prayers, they are not in agreement. And I'm convinced, I don't have any doubt in my mind about it, that it's one of the problems the Lord has with the church in our nation. Now, it may have the same problem with the church in Cameroon. I'm not saying he doesn't have it. It's just I'm not a Cameroonian. I don't know what's going on there. It may have the same problem with the church in Lithuania. Is it Lithuania, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> I, I, don't know, but because I'm not there, I cannot speak. He probably has the same problem with the church in Belarus. <laughs> but I do not know because I'm not there. But I know the church in Nigeria. And I can assure you that is one problem he has with the church in Nigeria. They are not in agreement. And one of the reasons they are not in agreement is because they have different understandings. I mean, like, you hear things like, the problem with this country is that you will gather together and elected a man that God did not want. And you say, who told you that? When did we start making decisions on who is the ruler? We we can't. Let me just say that to to, to people. You know, Israel did not make a decision on Saul. I hope you get my point. They didn't. Now, many of us may may not understand something. Who chose Saul? Who chose Saul? God, right? Right? Do you know, when I was reading my Bible recently, and I realized that even though God chose Saul, Samuel never said God did to them. He didn't impose upon them. He told them to ballot. He told them to vote. He told them, I'm modernizing it now, to campaign. He knew who God had chosen. They began to cast lots. They cast lots, they got to the tribe of Benjamin. They cast lots, they got to the house of Kish. They cast lots until they got to the person of Saul. And Samuel was watching them. He knew who God had chosen. But he did not impose him upon anybody. He talked to Saul. Told him this is what will happen. You will go here. Some men will give you this. You will get here. The spirit will come upon you. He told him everything that will happen over the next few weeks. But he never, go and read your Bible, imposed him on Israel. The people began to cast lots. And Samuel knew where the lot will end. And Saul decided to test it. Time to vote for him. He ran away. By the time they, they cast lots and he picked a particular son of Kish, they said, where is he? They couldn't find him. But they said the Lord said he's the one. But that's how they used to cast lots. You know? Lots is just, when you say somebody cast lots, it's just simply, pick pick one, you put five sticks together, one is shorter than the rest. You don't know which one. They are equal on top. Pick one. Whoever picks the short one is the one the Lord has chosen. That's all they mean by casting lots. Do you know? He still arrived. As Saul. Samuel never imposed him on the people. Go and read your Bible. So this, this nonsense we say that democracy is what produces man, not God. It's a fat lie. It's like saying it was lot, it was a casting of lots that produced Samuel uh, Saul, not God's choice. God chose Saul, told Samuel who it was. Then Samuel threw the thing open, and it could be anyone of all the adult men in Israel at that time. But God narrowed it down. The decision was of the Lord. If you like, go and vote. The decision is of the Lord. Was Saul a good king? No. Did he take God by surprise? No. From the beginning, God knew it was a bad one. Why did he choose him? That's a story now. That's a totally different story. They didn't have to mention him by name. He was a reflection of what was in their hearts. Did you hear me? So sometimes these critics are right in saying we chose governor, whatever it is. The truth is that yes, in that way, but not the way you are thinking of ballot box. That God That I will give you according to what is inside your heart. Now why am I talking about this? Some people say they are praying with you. Their prayer does not recognize this. They don't recognize the choice of the Almighty. When they join hands to pray and you say election is coming up, what they are praying about is, God, it is the tone of some people. <laughs> it's time for the team to come back to this house, Father, in the name of Jesus. They are not saying, God, have mercy on us. Do not judge us according to the iniquity that's in our heart. Give us a ruler that will be a reflection of your mercy. They won't say that. Though. And then you join hands with them. That is why me, I'm going to my house. When they say all night prayer, I say, I'm going to my house. I can't spend my whole night congregating with people that don't agree with me. I'm going home. It's a problem the Lord has. Please let me say this. God needs a certain kind, you know we're talking about intercession by faith. God needs the intercessors that are of faith. He ne- now, I didn't say he wants. I said what? Needs. needs. There are things he wants to do. Let me tell you the truth. He wants to bless us. Yeah, he wants to you know, let me tell you something about prophecy. Yesterday I was teaching. Um, today's what? Tuesday. Yes, on Sunday. Yes, Sunday evening two days ago, I was teaching somewhere and I was reading a particular scripture just in preparation for my message. Then it dawned on me that oh, bank not, not not a new revelation. Just that, that scripture just proved it. I think that's um, Ezekiel chapter thirty-six. Don't open to it. Don't bother. I'll just. Um, okay, sorry. It's not um, verse thirty-seven. He said, Thus says the Lord God, this also I will let the house of Israel ask me to do for them. I will increase their men like a flock. Now, please. What I want you to note there is that he said, Thus says the Lord God, this also I will let. Did you notice that? Now, what does also mean? Simple English. eh? In addition to something else, right? Good. So, when I read that, I I think I was just sitting down doing nothing. I was reading my Bible. Then I went back up. I read from the beginning. And I saw how God was describing, the Lord was prophesying, He said, Thus is the Lord to the mountains and the hills, to the ravines and to the valleys, to the desolate wastes and to the forsaken city, which have become a prey and a derision to the rest of the nations which are round about. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Surely in the fire of my jealousy I have spoken against the rest of the nations and against all Edom. Who appropriated my land for themselves as a possession with wholehearted joy and with scorn of soul to drive out, drive it out for a prey. Therefore prophesy concerning the land of Israel and say to the mountains and to the hills, to the ravines and to the valleys, thus says the Lord God, behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and in my wrath because you have endured the insults of the nations. Therefore says the Lord, I have sworn that surely the nations which are around you with themselves endure their insults. But you, O mountain of Israel, you will put forth your branches. Yeah, that's what I was going. And bear your fruits for my people Israel. For they will soon come. For behold, I am for you. And I will turn to you and you will be cultivated and sown. I will multiply men on you. All the house of Israel, all of it. And the cities which will be inhabited and the waste places will be rebuilt. I will multiply on you man and beasts. And they will increase and be fruitful. And I will cause you to be inhabited as you were formerly. And we treat you better than at the first. Thus, you will know that I am the Lord. Yes, I will cause men, my people Israel, to walk on you and possess you. I was talking about the land and the mountains and the hills. So that you will become their inheritance and never again bereave them of children. And he kept on declaring these blessings and these blessings, which I will not allow me to read now. Then at the end, he said, this also I will let the house of Israel ask me to do for them. Did you notice that? He pronounced a lot of blessings. Said, Say to the hills, say to the mountains, say to the land, declare it. Thus says the Lord. And I said, this also I will let them ask. It struck me that everything he had prophesied was supposed to become what prayer points. Did you, you do catch that? He was telling them what. He was, that's why Jesus said a prayer like this: "That will be done." On earth as it has been declared in heaven. And that was what a man like Daniel caught, you no, know, that's what he understood. He took what God had been what God had prophesied, as if done, and turned it to his prayer point. So when he said this also, I said, Wait what is the also in it? That I hear what I want to do, make it your prayer point. I hope you are getting my point. That's why when he spoke and spoke with God, he said, this is also, I will add to every other thing I have said. I will let them ask me. That is, if God does not prophesy it ahead, asking it is not in line with his will. That was why John said, if we ask according to his will, what is his will? That which he has already prophesied. That which he has spoken concerning. This prayer thing is interesting. So God first alters his will. His will, it generates desire in you generates expectation Then you're not going to what? Prayer. Intercessory prayer. So even though Elijah understood that the people have repented now, they have repented, and now the rain may fall. So he had to go into prayer to overturn the judgment that stopped rain in the first place. I mean, you will have thought that, okay, now we have repented, let rain fall. No, Elijah went into prayer. He prayed until his servant saw the cloud approaching. He said, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Listen. Let me quickly really add this one to it. You don't judge what God is going to do by what you can see. You judge it by what he has said. Do you hear what I say? That is? <laughs> if you want to judge what God is going to do by what you can see, you are likely to die. Yeah, you remember that man? By this time tomorrow, how much say? is it two bags of rice shall I go for two five? <laughs> ah, gates of Samaria. That man looked and said, You don't seem to understand what's going on. Prophet, this is all, this is not economics. Sorry, this is not prophecy, this is economics. This is dollar versus naira we're dealing with here. We're not dealing with you know, how to sing in church, how to arrange choir. You know, some people think that God is a prophet. He doesn't know mathematics. I don't know whether you're getting my point. There's an unconscious thing in people's hearts. As if God is a prophet. He doesn't know matter. Let me give a short testimony to let you know the kind of person that the Lord is. Simple testimony, but God has been doing something for me in recent times. He answers my prayers like hey. you know, the other day I was walking. You know, there's a way we do in Kingdom World Ministries. When Israel will have finished with all the messages, you know, it comes to like maybe like two hours he gives it to me to go through before we release. Now, two hours, going through a message that's two hours long, Takes like three hours. And that's because we have a habit of playing it on fast speed. And that's because he has done most of the work. Managers to go through it to be sure that I didn't say, you know, sometimes when you're talking, you wanted to type, I will not do that. You forget to put noise. Say, I will do that. <laughs> the, you know, it happens. Uh, exactly. So we do that routinely. So I walked and walked for all the hours and finished a particular minutes. Let me, time to save. You know, click save. Oh, I've not even told my wife what finally happened that day about this. She's just hearing it too. Because I woke up early in the morning around 4 a.m. So I said, let me just finish that walk. So I finished it, finished. And then time to click save. Let me know, boy with how we got to that point. And you know what happened? The computer hung. So when, when my wife woke up later, she saw me looking one car. I said, What's going on? I told her what happened. She said, Didn't you save before? Because, like, you know, as you are going on, I didn't do that, in a stretch. There's something that actually happened along the line. Because it's an audio editing program and the particular one we, are, we use, it has a funny habit. When you tell it to save, of course, if it's the same file name, it wipes off the old one and puts a new one on it. So it started saving. I interrupted and said, no, there's something that made me stop. So it, it had wiped out the whole one, the old one, about 700 megabytes and saved only like 60 megabytes before I told it to stop. So of course, the program within the was still open on the window. So when I say save now, there was the old one that we had done, like 75% was gone. <laughs> There's a way I went behind to go and check what was there. This one was 60 megabytes. That was 700 and something megabytes. And of course, it just grayed out. The other windows were working. The other programs were working. But when I come back to this particular audio editing program, you just see the whole screen would just turn gray. And you know that, that annoying tire We'll be rolling to a place it never gets to. It will roll and roll and roll. Ah, ah, I looked at this thing. So I said, okay, maybe if I hibernate and come back on. I went into hibernate, waited for some minutes, put it back on. The tire was still there rolling. And then when you look at the tax back, it will tell you, this program not responding. I said, "How ah, you know, go respond. Ah, I looked. Three, three and a half hours. Ah, God in heaven. You know what? Men ought always to what? Pray. So I bowed my head and said, Lord, please, even if I sinned, forgive me. Look, I, I explained the whole thing and say, Lord, please, help me rescue this work." Something inside me says that God can do anything. And I've learned to just tell him to do virtually anything. The other day the bishop was coming to help me because we had this major plumbing problem in the house. And I was already angry that I told not to do conduit piping. Now they have to start breaking walls. Are you getting my point? Then my man said, Why are you making noise about breaking the walls? Why don't you pray? So I laid, I sat in the I stood in the bathroom and leaned against the wall. I said, God please. I don't want to start breaking walls. Make a long story short. When the plumber came, it didn't break any wall. Yes. Let me not go into details about that. I was already ready for it. I said, if they crack these walls, hmm, I will not let them cover it back. That they are going to redesign <laughs> the walls. That, ah, this guy, I asked my wife, I had, to- I had talked plenty. But I remember that they're just leaning against the wall in the bathroom. I said, Lord, no, I big, please. Can you just solve this problem? We don't have to crack the walls. Now, let me not give the with details. When the plumber arrived, he moved from one bathroom to one toilet to another. Then after some time, he came and said, Let's go. It's okay now. <laughs> he didn't touch anything. That like, he kept on unplugging some things. Anyway, he did what he had to do. And I said, Okay, try it. May I be sure were in the bathroom. Before everything was moving freely. Ah, so we didn't break any walls. I said, Lord, thank you. you no, know, that's what I do. Small small things. The daddy they told me that um my wife's business vehicle was bad. And the one I knew I said the engine don't knock. I knew that's what happened. Ah, I, I, engine. Ah, a whole engine. Oh God. Money for engine. <laughs> you no know next thing I did. I prayed. So I called Uday. Uday went, picked the car. What do you think? Ah, he said, oh okay, God, I, like I say, problem day. I said, let's just see what will happen. Make a long story short. He told the car away from there. The car couldn't move, of course. Finally, after some time, he said, okay, what we are going to do, let's make a long story short. He didn't buy a new engine. It dismantled some things, changed some parts, and the cost of repairing must have dropped by like 80-something percent. I prayed about it. Back to my computer, right? I did that hibernate trick twice. It didn't work. So I prayed. So finally, I just gave up. You know, like, Father God will give you thanks. Thank you for strength. Then, you know, normally when you want to do that, those who know computers, what do you do? Control, alt, delete, launch launch the tax manager, and then kill the process. <laughs> tax <Task> manager hang. <laughs> I launched the tax manager three times. It wouldn't it respond. The only option is what? First shutdown. Just before I put my hand on the power button to hold it down for a few seconds for it to go off, then I suddenly noticed something. It was like revelation. Something just clicked. The problem is not with the audio editing software. It is with Explorer. Do you understand? So that, because I wanted to save, the Explorer was the one that was hanging. But what could I do now? Really? Tax manager, I don't hang to. Is that not so? So you, you, now you have detected this. So what? So I quickly went online. How to force close Explorer without shutting down your computer? (laughs) You know, while I was still online trying to check, the Explorer just went off by itself. Boom! And relaunched. I quickly really went back to my audio editing software, and my stuff—the gray had gone back to the normal, godly color. You could see righteousness. <laughs> oh God! I began to rejoice. I quickly really typed in "save." They just went—you ah, know, this kind of—you you, see, can't believe it. I went behind, checked, complete, seven hundred M- MB. Hey, no, no, I saved it again. <laughs> you well, know? oh, I was so happy. Cast your burdens upon the Lord. For he cares little. That's what I do. Little things like that, I will commit them into the hands of the Lord. Now, so what what was I saying? How did I get there? What was was I trying to say? I know there's something I was trying to say. Okay, yeah, now 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 I I remember now I remember now. Okay, I was saying that you don't judge what God wants to do, all right? But what by what you can see around, no, don't. He does marvelous things. He does wonderful things. You know what they call a wonder? What's a wonder? Thank you very much. A wonder is that that makes you wonder. <laughs> it's something that makes you wonder. You just say, who begats me like King James to say all these children? I hope you're getting my point. That God does wonders. He does Actually, he does wonders. He surprises people. You will just do something. You just open, you will open your mouth. They will say, "Close it." You say, Wait, "Why should I close it?" Can't you see how wonderful this thing is? God does wonders. He does strange things. He does things that will make people gather and be talking for a long time. He does wonders. He will do things that will shock you. There are things God will do for you. There are few. There will be few people you can share it with. Because anybody else will just get confused. He does wonders. He does, you know, you know why Isaac's name is laughter? Please, I need to keep explaining it. We think laughter is funny. You know, like, why are you laughing? It's funny. Not in the Bible. Like that is not a joke. Laughter is, is wonderful. That's the meaning of laughter in the Bible. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we like as it was as if we were what? We're dreaming. Say so we were like them that dream. Then our mouths will filled with what? Laughter. Laughter is a, is wonderful. That's why people laugh in the Bible. It's a marvelous thing that we have seen. When God said to Abraham that you will be a child, your wife will be a child. When He said to Sarah, you are going to conceive and be a child, and she was that old, that was why she laughed. She was not mocking God. He did not find it funny. He found it wonderful. He said, "Why was he? Why was she denying that was the case? Because she was not meant to be listening to the conversation of the men. So when they caught her, I'm convinced, you know, that God also has a good, you know, you know, cordial sense of um, humor and relationships. Why were you laughing? He said, I didn't laugh. Oh. You were laughing. That is, you were listening to what we we're saying. It was not a matter of doubt. They had been consumed by faith. Think about it." When you tell a woman at that age, she's going to be here. She wasn't mocking God. She burst into laughter. And the proof, because some people want to know find new doctrines around it. No. The proof that I have all of this. Of course, there are many. They are all over the scriptures. But the name of the boy was what? Laughter. Isaac. And what did she say? For the Lord has made me laugh. God does wonders. He does wonders. He does Wonderful wonders. Yes. Things you will see, you just wonder, what's going on? No, there are things that God will do, you you don't want to wake up from the dream because it has to be a dream. It's in the Bible. We're like them that what? That dream. Sometimes you Christians are very unrealistic. Please, don't feel insulted. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. Listen, God heals diseases. He takes what people call incurable and cures them for breakfast. That Before anything starts, he has cured two terrible diseases. And he hasn't started work for the deal. He has not even left home. He has not reached the miracle office. You are getting what I When he gets to the office, he starts moving mountains, rearranging hills and rivers, stopping tsunamis and creating new ones. That is, before leaving home, just heal some useless diseases, terrible diseases. And that's for breakfast. When I get to work, like, how did Ndavoski say that time? <laughs> he said it to be, no, how did he say it now? Something to Satan. No, there was something he said, that is early video of that time. He said, it is. Um, is it okay, it's going to be hell for Satan. <laughs> yes, to be hell for Satan. When, God, when Jesus now gets to walk, it's hell for Satan. <laughs> I have this thing in my heart. Take it as a prophecy, alright? Take this as a prophecy. And when I say that, I mean turn it to prayer. Remember I said that by saying that. See all this shooting and kidnapping and gun, this thing that you hear all over Nigeria, banditry, banditry, headsman attack. It's not going to stop slowly. It will stop Suddenly. It's not going to, it's not going to phase out that, you know, from 10 attacks of bandits in one week to five, then to two, to three. After one year, you're not here one in it, in two years. No. You read one newspaper and the journalists will start looking for the next one. They will look. They will look. In fact, they will now report that there were banditry attacks. They say, where? say, we don't know. Just have to write it. (laughs) Then they will now expose that it was a lying report. The everybody will now have to do better research before they report the next one. They will now find that they can't find it. Take it as a word of prophecy. Is that in the scriptures? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, it was as if we were dreaming. I have this strong thing that that is what God wants to do. You know, we're just going to go, we're going like that, going like that. Sometimes it appears it's getting worse, it wants to get better, it's getting worse. Then suddenly, boom! Everything will just end. And I feel sorry for the people that get involved in being troublemakers. Do you know why? In you another know that scripture I was quoting last time? When he withdraws his spirit, they expire. When the spirit of indignation is withdrawn, troublemakers often die. No, not often. Mostly. They just die off. Nothing to sustain them anymore. Boom. That's it. They are gone. Take it as a word of prophecy, what I've, what I've told you now. I, I was saying something earlier, which is what we'll be talking about, intercessors, intercession by faith. See, this kind of heart that people have towards God is what he requires to do his work on the earth. He doesn't want people who give up, who get overwhelmed by what's going on around. Let me tell you something. Don't, I've said it many times, so nothing new. Take this particular stance. Fight here, and what? And die here. That is, I'm not just talking about physical place now. But a spiritual stance. That no matter what, I won't change my mind. No matter what, I will not revise what I'm saying because of what I'm seeing. The worse the things I'm seeing are, the more wonderful the work of God will be when it will manifest. You hear what I said? It's an attitude. And this is not a mental, this is not like, um, you're trying to calm your you no know, feel what 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 what's the word now? There's one word in psychology. Yeah, yeah, but psych yourself, positive, no, but it, it's not a feel good. There's well, a particular word we use for it. It's not like you're just trying to feel good. Alright? That's not what we are doing. These are facts, these are how things work spiritually. It, look, spiritual battle, it's of course we know it's in the heart. But the attitude of the heart That's why it's called the shield of faith. The attitude of the heart is a major weapon in spiritual warfare. It is. Severe, serious weapon. God gave the approach of Israel into the promised land for us. As something to learn from. You see giants, you say, we can't enter. That is actually what kills you, not the giants. Did you hear what I said? What actually kills... It's not the presence of those giants. It's the spiritual attitude that you had in you so that when you saw the giants, how did you react? There are giants. Ah, man, we're dead. We're dead. Then you die. And somebody said, you see, it's not good to face giants. And God said, you don't understand. That's not why he died. He died for fear of the giants. If he had stood and said, giant, if you like, come and kill me, he would have lived. If he has said to the giant, "Say what you will do is kill me, but I will fight till the end," he will have lived. Another word of prophecy is r- running around in my spirit. It began to run earlier today. I just remembered it now. It's a word of instruction. It's a word of prophecy. Whichever way you want to um, interpret it, just lump everything together: prophecy, wisdom, instruction, whatever. Now, <laughs> some people can go and you know, say, "I didn't like what's going on in Nigeria. I'm running." Under the ocean, like some people advise that you should do. All right. Some of you must have faith. Some of us must have faith. Some of, I mean, around, we must have faith for two reasons. Either because it's just faith. You trust God or you have no choice but to trust God. Both of them are good. Yes. Just use them. You tell one: If you want to just get up and trust God, if you like, you must trust God, but there's nothing else you can do. Okay. But <laughs> whichever category you fall inside. Let me tell you something. You must do. That's a word of prophecy, the word of wisdom, the word of instruction. I'm giving you. Don't stop. Now, please, pardon my English. All right? It's not very spiritual English, but it's very appropriate. Don't stop your hustle. You know what they call hustle. Yeah. When I say boys, they hustle. For example, now what mean I by hustle? You are there coding every day, writing one line or two of code daily, and you are getting ten thousand naira here, five thousand naira there, two five here. You are doing it every day. And they say that what will he do? The money is not even worth anything. Don't listen to them. Do you get my point? You are cooking food and selling it from office to office. And somebody is telling you that you just wear out. Don't listen to them. You are guarding children and they are clapping and singing and you call it daycare or kindergarten, whatever it is. And somebody is laughing at you. Listen to me. Don't listen to them. You are bidding for contracts, small, small contracts, big, big contracts, whichever way, from all private company to private company, from individuals to individuals, government to government, whatever it is. You get some jobs. There are months that's rather lean. Jobs are not really coming. You just manage through those months. And someone that that's the problem. You see, this Nigeria, nothing is working. Don't listen to them. I hope you're getting my point. No matter what it is that you are doing, that God is using to drop 10 naira here, 100 naira there, 1,000 there for you now. And one Satan... Now, nice Satan is very handsome. I hope you understand my point. Yeah, Satan is beautiful. She wears eyelashes. She uses makeup. And he we- wears suit like this. Oh, oh Pastor, okay, this one. can you see it? Yeah, Satanic suit. That kind of suit. That- <laughs> okay, okay, not only his own. He wears this kind of... You know? <laughs> no, all these Satanic jackets we are wearing... If you know what I mean by that. Satan can look very handsome. He can look very beautiful. So by the time you are hearing Satan discourage you, don't expect... Oh God, be discouraged. Discour-. No! No! He's going to come looking very handsome or come as a she, looking very beautiful and caring. Ah! He said, my dear, I don't think he's worth this country. Remember, will just die. Please just go and look for a visa and go somewhere. To do what they have not told you yet. Now this is the word of God I'm bringing to you this afternoon, this evening. Don't listen to them. Have this attitude. It's an attitude God wants us to have. This is the attitude God wants us to have. Please say, "I will do it until I die. If I die, let me die." Who's afraid of dying? See, I preach this in Sokoto. If you get the message, you hear, you hear you hear me preach there. Never preached before that time, actually. All right? What I'm about to say. The willingness to die. Listen, this is how God blesses people. He kills somebody. That's how he blesses people. So what do you mean? Let me explain. How did you get saved from your sins? His only begotten son died. That's the way it works. Until people lay down their lives, God cannot produce something new. That's the way it works. So, no matter the quality of the seed inside you, it will abide alone until you die. Now, when I say die, now listen, follow me very closely. Alright? See, for God to even release the Jesus that was going to die, Isaac had to die. Now, when I say Isaac died, now God was dealing with Abraham, not with Isaac himself. But Abraham had to sacrifice Isaac. Now, listen to the one I preach in Sokoto. Where we connected it. I was just ministering. Then the thing just tied together in my heart. I realized that when it was time. When it was time to deliver Israel. In the time of Hyacinth. Uh, Esther. God raised Esther up to die. He said, but she did not die. Neither did Isaac. But they had to die. You get, I don't know you are following me. When did Esther die? He said, tell everybody to pray. God made it like this. You are going to walk in to see Ayaseros. Ayaceros must point his staff to spare your life. If he's distracted when you come in, you're dead. If he's angry when you come in, you are dead. Your only chance at survival is that he notices you and is happy to see you. Some of us don't realize what their relationships were like that time. I don't want to go into that now. Now, so how did Esther handle it? Initially, he said to Mordecai that this is difficult. I don't get to see the king when I want. It's when he wants. I don't know when next he will come by my quarters. And Mordecai said, well, that may be after the day of slaughtering of the Jews. We can't wait. He said, "Ah, if I go before then, I may get killed and I won't even be here. Mordecai said, so what? Maybe you were raised up for such a time as this. And if you think you are going to be safe, don't even think about it. He said, however, God will have to raise deliverance from somewhere else. We will continue praying. Had the God achieved deliverance for Israel? Esther sent a message back. He said, if I perish, let me perish. That was the seed. <laughs> did you hear that? That was the seed. That was the seed. That was the seed. That seed had to be sown. Just like Isaac She did not physically die, but she had died. She had written off her life. So I can imagine when she's going to go and she told, she'll call the maids, hug the maids. This is my necklace. It's yours. You like that my gown? You always used to like it. You can have the gown. She looked at her bed. Look at her house. It was nice living here. It wasn't like, God, don't let me die. This one like, I don't die. You know, I've been telling you, you say, just get ready to die. You follow my point? He said, I don't die. We are dead. As she threw those doors open without being summoned, she had given up her life. And God accepted that sacrifice, accepted that offering, raised that up from the dead again, and delivered Israel. She sold her life as a seed for the deliverance of Israel. Any great thing that will happen on this earth, people must be, have that attitude. Back to what I was saying. So when people say that, uh, uh what I just was, tell them, I can't stop. It's a seed I'm sowing. That's what people don't realize. Whatever you are doing, realize the seed you are sowing. You no, know, the principle of seed that preachers often preach will have been right, except that they misapplied it. Did you get my point? Did you get that point? The principle of seed that preachers often preach would have been correct, except that we misapply it. If you have sometimes you, you hear have heard women do this, alright? Eh, yeah, if I want a particular woman, then I looked at her, I said, You know, I've told you before that, thank God I'm not God. Remember that? It's one of my best gratitudes in life that I'm not God, because my avenging power is 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 is, is, is quickly triggered. I saw a, a young woman grumble about her children once. And I said, if I were God, I would collect all of them. She had one that time. And I think she was pregnant or something. Says it because of this children I will not be able to live my life. And when she said it, she didn't know when she hits the child like this. I don't know what I get my point. Exasperation. Ah, what is it, sir? Because of you, I will not be able to do what I want to do. And the little child was there crying. And I looked at that young woman that day. I felt like taking that child whew, back to where she came from, up above. Yes, I look at, and this is not just. I spoke, and what you she talking about wants to do masters, PhD, advancing in career, and another thing. And I felt like I think I told her that I can't remember exactly. That, but when you were marrying this guy, you did not know that pregnancies happen, and if you get pregnant and the pregnancy stays nine months. Thank you very much. That's a revelation. A child will come out. (laughs) (laughs) You did not realize that when this child shows up, he or she has to be taken care of. What am I saying? Raising children is costly. Not money. People worry about money. It's about the life. It takes your life. It takes your ambitions. And where I'm going is that it's a seed. It's a seed. Each time you are taking care of them, you are pouring your life into the next generation. You no know, pastors, they twist this seed matter. Say, "Ah, as I'm preaching right now, you will not take a special offering." You know, covetousness is bad. It's it's it cuts the word of God. If we preach this seed thing properly, even that money, when we are using it as a real seed, we will know. What's the seed in it? Is when you are giving up your life. That's what what is This, is. You give up, when I say life now, your comfort, your dreams, your ambition. Sometimes God, you know, he does strange things. He will sit you down, send an angel to help you build one giant dream in your heart and give you the ability to accomplish it. And you will say, this is of God. Amen. Praise God. And then when God now wants to use you, you know why he built that dream and ambition and the ability in your heart? He wants you to have something to lay down. I don't know that you're getting my point. He said, no, you won't just come empty like that. I want you to have something to lay down. He said, look, follow me. It's very easy for you. You have nothing. <laughs> Do you get my point? <laughs> you have nothing. So you just say, ah, I surrender. Why won't you surrender? Bank balance before surrender, zero. <laughs> after, <laughs> after surrender, zero. So what is it? We'll never know whether it's hard or it's not. So sometimes he sets you up. You know how he sets you up? He gives you dreams, ideas. You will have spent days, months, writing, planning, plotting. In fact, you bound it. You have, you have it. And then the opportunity, to, you have, this, you have the, you know, the head to do it. What you don't need is capital. And capital is already coming in. People have committed. They've even put down 25% of the money. The rest of it, then God nothing. hey, now you have something to lay down. You know your name? Peter. You just caught fish. Abundant fish. He now says to you, from now on, you will be catching men. You now turn away from all the fish you just caught. Why? That's how it is. Your life has been, must be sown as what? A seed. That's just the way it works. Obedience to God is not a matter of convenience. No. No. There are times God will just deliberately set you up like that, say, lay something down. But we pastors have made it look like it's just money. So people go and make money and try to pay God off. That God, you see, there are things I want to do. And I don't want it to disturb me. So how much will they take? If I want to commit to giving $5 million every month to the work of ministry. God will say, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're very rich. You're about to help me. Poor God. You Our know I mean? hunger was about to kill us in heaven here. You know that's how we behave sometimes. As if God is like, ha, he did this to today. He brought a seed. He brought a seed. After that, I was able to feed Michael and Gabriel. Said <laughs> so the angels were about to go on strike. Until Okimote okay, brought an offering. Apostle, is that not what it sounds like when we are preaching sometimes? We won't say it like that, though who think that when God, when Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings, God could not sleep again. And God said, Me? He <laughs> said, yes. He was tossing on his bed. He said, I must bless Solomon. As soon as he woke up in the morning, cleaned his eyes, the keeper of Israel that sleeps and slumbers, he cleaned his eyes and said, Solomon, what happened yesterday? You gave a thousand burnt offerings. Ah, heaven is full of smoke. He <laughs> ask me for anything. Ask me for anything. Nonsense. What did I call it? Nonsense. Rubbish. God said, "The cattle on a thousand hills. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof." He said, "If I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you." Ah, I beg. Let's leave that joke alone. You don't do. We have told you long enough. You don't expire. You know, there the, the are jokes, they fall back to you and what's that? I read this in two years ago. Leave that. In. That, joke, that joke has expired. We're not laughing again. That's not what they see. this. Your money doesn't move God. Many people want to pay God off so that they'll be free to disobey. It doesn't work like that. Some people after disobeying, they come and cut God, you know, like give him his cut. Say, Lord, we just went to steal. So, the money is plenty. I know you don't like stealing, but when you see the returns, you say, You go, no. So, they now come to God and say, Lord, here's your portion. One million dollars. God will say, See, in your Bible, thou shalt not steal, I hereby eradicate it. With this kind of seed? No. Listen, I may mean, sound like I'm joking, but have you not heard things like that before? And uh, some of you are afraid to say yes. Let me tell you the ones I've heard. One man said, Even if it's blood money, bring it. We will wash it with bigger blood. (laughs) Not they told me it happened somewhere. I was sitting down and I was looking at the man like this. That's supposed to be a joke. I was looking at him like this. Is this a a joke? He said you can give and give until you give your way into salvation. No, I was sitting down there. I will tell you when I'm joking. I was I was looking at the man like this. This thing has gone too far. When they call for offering, see all the jagudas in church came to the front. You know, you really know the jagudas in church. You will not, uh, you, you don't know. Depending on the church you go to, you will know the boys who are thieves, four one eye boys, you know, drug pushers. You will know them. They were all in front to give. And this is a good thing about it. They were the ones he came to target. He knows now. Oh, by the way, let me quickly say something else. If you are like that, you don't want to finish? It. Yeah. If you are a preacher like that, you. you there's no time to repent. You have to repent yesterday. If you are listening to me right now, i be repenting last minute, one, two minutes ago. Yes, you're all not finished. God, God is tired of not that nonsense. Apostle, I was sitting there. Now they came and told me, I was looking at the man like this. Like, are you serious? No, 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 no. This, this must be a joke. And he was laughing. He was the one that said that there's a difference, there's a difference between free you have received, free give. And freely you have received, freely give. Ah, English master. <laughs> he said there's a difference between free and freely. That free means there's no cost. Jesus never said free you have received, free give. I was looking at my English teacher that day. <laughs> he said what he said is freely. So I'm waiting. Okay, what is the difference? He said freely means no hindrance, without obstruction. It's flowing, yafu free." you know, if there was no hellfire before, God had to create. Just to remove love of money from the surface of the earth. That day I looked at it and said, what am I hearing? Why do you have to lie like this because you want to raise money? What he was telling us that, that there is no blessing that is free. That if you want blessing, you bring money. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He said it's not free. It's freely. You will get it freely after you have given. Then when you have given, it will now flow to you freely. But until that time, boys, it's not free. See, I'm not a man of God that has time to be joking with people. Look, one woman came to me that day, and she called me and said she had problems in the house. When I got there, when she finished telling me the problem, before I did the said, how much do you have in the house? Said the woman brought. I can't remember that that time. This was, said brought fifty thousand. I said I first took it, put it in my bag because I'm I'm not a prophet at jokes. He said they didn't say free, said freely. They are now freely released the anointing. Only. <laughs> <laughs> no, we well, have look. The the, the the principle of seed. there, eh, we have messed it up. The real principle actually exists. That's what I'm going to make. Yes. Every intercessor is a seed being laid down. See, Esther. Esther couldn't just say that, I'm praying for the deliverance of Israel. Oh, Lord, let's gather all oh my handmaiden. Let us pray together. <laughs> Jehovah, Amashiach, Jehovah, Shikenu, Jehovah, give me another one, Rohi, Jehovah, Shiken, Re, Rehoboth, Jehovah, Rafa, Jehovah. G- give me more. We'll speak Hebrew today. Jehovah, Shama, and they were just... And God just say, God is looking at them and say, Intercessor, enter the gate. Go and see a Heserous. I said, I go. You want him to kill somebody? <laughs> <laughs> the everybody will be there, joining hands. You know, Jesus will just carry chairs, sit down. They look them. said, Jehovah Hamashiachah. Jesus says, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then the change. He says, No longer Jehovah. He says, Yahweh. Yeah! He said, mm? Deliver thy people, enter that door. <laughs> no, that's God for you. He said, and enter the door, enter the door. He said, no, Lord, that guy is dangerous, he may kill somebody. <laughs> tomorrow, you know the Lord, he said, tomorrow he'll be back, he'll take his chair again. He said, it's worship time. <laughs> they, said, they will sing and sing, begin to call his name. The one that delivered the people in, from Egypt. Mm -hmm. The God that's a deliverer by nature. Mm -hmm. He can deliver from the mountain, from the valley. Mm -hmm. He can deliver by a few, by multitude. Mm -hmm. Deliver thy people. Enter that door. (laughs) That's how God behaves. You can worship for a long time if you don't pass through those doors. At the risk of losing your life. That's the idea. He won't give you any guarantees. Just enter the door. So after they don't wash you for days, nothing is going on. The day of massacre is approaching. The guy are "I beg, I'm going to die there after tomorrow. Let me go die today." <laughs> Jesus said, That's what I've been saying all this while. Enter the door for goodness sake. Then she enters the door, and then the angel, one angel taps the guy. Say, "King, okay, king, king. Look in this direction." Like the recruits you say, the angel will just carry his hand, carry it up, and point it in that direction. So while he's talking something, they say, oh, God, you are pointing. Eh? I'm pointing at what? Oh, oh, Queen Esther, how far now? He said, Lord, what will I do? He said, my Lord, there's something. And he tell me. He said, no, no, you have to come to my house to hear it. Nothing spoiled. I'll be there. The reprimanded the day he gave his life to Christ. He didn't raise his hand by himself. That's why I said what I said. He said, I was wondering, why would anybody raise his hand in this kind of place? He said, am I going to make a mess of myself? In front of all these old ladies, pushing up my hand, I'm mean, a young soldier, man. While he was saying it, he just saw a hand oh. up. <laughs> he said he looked, and the hand was connected to his shoulder. Ah, ah how did you get there? He has, He said that until he died. He said, "I said that I did not raise that hand." So that's what I said. What I said. Listen. Until we are ready to lay down our lives. The things we are saying. Listen. That's, what, that's the kind of people God is looking for right now. Those who say that, listen, if I perish, let me perish. No, I was giving a word of prophecy. Yeah, let me finish it. That's why I went into all of these. We are laughing, but I was telling the truth. So Whatever you are doing, please don't stop. Don't stop. God will help you to keep it going. You know, the, 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 see, there's what is called... Preservation for salvation about to be revealed. Yes, it's, it's scripture. God preserves us for a salvation about to be revealed. What is, sal- what is preservation? The business is not doing fantastically well. but just managing to stay afloat. Just managing to pay the salaries of those you've employed. It's just managing to give you enough food to eat so you can come back tomorrow. But sometimes it won't help you. When they say they are selling land, don't price it too. You know, some people will just go and be looking for trouble when trouble is not looking for them. There are two kinds of trouble in this life, I have noticed. There's trouble that comes looking for you. You know that? Have you seen that type before? Ah, uh, your, your, your brother just knocks on the door. So they drive me away from school. Say I never pay fees. You are broke. He's broke. Your father is broke. Everybody's broke. But was you they came to ask. That is trouble that I came to look for you. But it's a kind of trouble that, that that's what God doesn't like. Because they don't go near Okimutai's household. trouble says, yes sir. The trouble now stays somewhere. Okemute now comes and says, how much are you selling that land? <laughs> <laughs> God says, what are you doing here? He oh "All my miss, have 10,000 square meters. That's what, that's what I got, the kind of trouble that was not looking for you, you now look for. Then that's okay. The land is um, um is forty five million. Sorry, forty five million. So no problem. Praise God. We're gonna. Ah, said no. You have to put the deposit. Up. So eh, he can't go bank. The bank now gives him five million naira deposit. He now collects and puts it down, believing that he will pray, and God will now bring the balance. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, I shall not bring the balance. <laughs> no, but say five five million, say leave on like that. I hope you are getting my point. Yes, it's a kind of you no know, Christians sometimes they get into that kind of trouble. Everybody sitting at home, JJ, there's no trouble. God has given them food, He has given them raiment. I know the house is not big and I know it's not your own, but at least you, have you know you've been paying the rent. God knows what He's doing. He so said, Just pay the rent and stay there. Then I say, my mate, my mate. Because ah. Ask your mother. Even if you're a twin, one came out before the other. You didn't arrive at the same time. You don't have any mate, though. You say, my mate, my mate. Say, leave this thing. A lot of people don't hear. Ah, how many of you have lost money in crypto? Don't put up your hand. <laughs> Listen to me. You will lose more. Unless you remove your hand. So they will not leave. Don't worry, your type, they know they hear, I know. But they, they see. You're looking for fast, fast money. It does not exist. The Lord is good. What was the prophecy we're giving you? We'll be laughing, but the prophecy is very serious. Don't look for trouble. That's what I'm going to make. God will keep you afloat. It's called preservation for the salvation about to be revealed. Let me say it again. It's called what? Preservation for what? Salvation that's about to be revealed your small business will keep going. It may not do something big for you. Like I was saying you say. It may not buy you that 10,000 square meters you wanted to build that massive dream house on. Don't worry. Just keep it going. Now, this is the word of God. You will not see rain. You will not see dew. But the valley shall be full of water. Amen. A time will come. In one year you will make 50 times the turnover of last year. Amen. The following year, the following year, it will be 200 times the one of that first year. Amen. Then people will now say, you were wise. Oh, they always say it. When God has taken that small thing and has multiplied it, when he will have taken that small thing and have increased it to be a thousandfold, when from that place, he will have diversified for you until you become great that Isaac sold in the land. And that same year, the man ripped a hundredfold. And he kept on getting richer until he became very rich. Then when that has happened, they'll say, ah, this guy was wise that time. You know? We were discussing in my house, me and Akin, the other day. That is called secret hidden wisdom. What is hidden wisdom? I used to, there are two ways to interpret that scripture. That God has hidden wisdom for the upright. I think that God keeps a secret and says, "Come and see, see this." Ah, I won't tell anybody. No, that's not it. That's where that's possible. I used to preach that until last week, until I realized what God was saying. That by the time you are doing the wisdom that will produce that result, the only reason you'll be doing it is in obedience, not because you saw the wisdom in it. Did you get what I'm saying? That is, you will do something that, yes, indeed is foolish to everybody. You didn't see the wisdom, but it was right. It was right in obedience to God. It was right according to the law of righteousness you understood. It was right according to the principles of God you had been learning. Then when it produces people, we say, you were wise. No, you were not wise. God was wise. You were obedient. This is the word I'm giving you to obey today. Don't give up. Don't, don't. See? Just check. This thing I'm doing, is it managing to sustain itself? If the answer is yes, leave it like that. Don't close it. Don't run. Don't run. I'm talking to some people. I'm talking to somebody. Don't run. Just check it. In fact, there are little reasons you keep on doing something. Like say, ah, these two small girls are employed now. If I close this business, where would they go? I've given you one reason to keep it alive. It's called love. For the love of those two small girls, keep it there. That these two small boys that come around to help you, they've become dependent on this thing. The Their father even called you to say to thank you for how you have helped these boys. If you close it now, they may go back to the streets and start smoking wee-wee. For their sake, keep it open. It's making enough money to pay them. They don't earn much. Yes, yeah, it's not making much for you, but keep it open. This is what I'm telling you God wants to do. He's going to take people like that, all the things that they are doing, then he will pour, you know he said, I will pour water upon the seed that you have sown. Now, take that as a word of God this evening. God is one day going to pour abundant water upon that seed that you are sowing today. Remember I said it's death we are dealing with. What I mean by death? You're not doing it for your own life. You realize that your life is being poured poured forth. You are blessing somebody. You are helping people. Sometimes that's where you are getting your own sustenance from. But it's not much. You wish it was bigger. But I'm saying to you, God needs to find you there when He comes. Yes, He has to. He has to. I'm not teaching you principles, I'm giving instructions. Today, what I'm giving is instruction. I'm giving instruction. I'm giving instruction. I'm giving instruction. I'm giving instruction. Do what I have said. You will tell this story. Do what I have said. You will tell the testimony. Yes. Your beginning may be small. Your latter end will greatly increase. Yes, it will. It will. It will. It's people with that kind of attitude. Listen to me. You're talking about intercessors by faith, right? They are the ones that will say to God, bless this land. And God will say, "Ah, you mean it, say, Lord, I do. And remember I said, it's not just by mouth. God looks at their works. How they are sowing the seed. You see what I'm talking about seed? How they are sowing the seed. Esther said, deliver my people. because they pass through the door. Esther stays there. God is not moving. He's not going to move. Until Esther gets up and walks through the door. God said, now your prayers are answered. Why? I have seen that you, are, you were serious. You love these people enough to lay down your life for them. Now you have activated heaven. Now I'm going to pour water upon the seed that you have sown. And that was deliverance for Israel. One major thing, problem our nation has is people like that that are sowing things. It's deficiency. Everybody's look, look, talk on average person. They are looking for how to lose their portion. Have I lied? You see righteous people until you put them in position. Ha! Suddenly, when they see that position, they see that from here, ha, I'm going to make you laugh again. From here, ah, I can build a house. One in Enugu. What's that, your village again? Eh? Kano is not the village, it's a whole place. Ozalehen. Now you're getting, that's a town. What's the name of the village? <laughs> eh? <Umuagwe. laughs> now you're talking. Why are you pretending as if? You don't, you don't know I know Enugu very well. <laughs> I told you, Ichie Guruburu. I'm an Ichie Guruburu in this city. So I've been telling you. He <coughs> said, We are going to Mwagu. We will now do that house there. Ha! Then now we can finally buy that, those cars. Then this is a lie, the not lie. You want to hear the lie? We will now give to the gospel. Because eh, they have come again. You see me to justify stealing. These are people who have been taciturn for years. Old. Once we give them the opportunity, what is inside their heart suddenly shows up. All kinds of justification. You know, some people were stealing this money before. They didn't do anything with it. But now we are going to do something. For, and Pastor Parkin said we should invest in the land. So now I'm going to build a factory here, here, here. Stolen money. They will now come to church. They're like, Pastor, you they have been a blessing. Take this 20 million. Me too, I'll be saying, ah, God bless you. God bless you. I won't do that. I'm just sharing in wages of iniquity. But God won't let you give me amen. Amen. If you're a tempter, you come near my house like that, and you will break leg at the junction. Yeah, Apostle, you know when you see 20 million, you forget to pray. Father God, we want to thank you this morning. (laughs) Thank you. What did you say? He said, I was just saying thank you. Come on, give him back his money. Ask him where he got it from. I said, Bro, please, I want to ask a question. I know the office you occupy, the salary is 185. Naira a month officially plus and travel comes to three fifty. How come you are giving me twenty million? Say we thank God, say get out. <laughs> once people are telling you <laughs> once they are just thanking God and they cannot explain. <laughs> just know something seriously is wrong. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Now that's the problem. Many most people, that's one problem we have as a nation, even so-called believers. They just want to do some collect, grab. They are always looking for strategies to col- collect. And many of them don't mind if the nation collapses as long as they collect their own first. It's true. They don't care if it collapses. They just have to get their own first. Like the one, I can look I was talking about it two days ago, nights ago in the house. They say they want to, you enter a pyramid scheme or a, a scheme of any... <laughs> the Lord is good. I must talk this one. I just take my time. They will enter scheme, financial schemes knowing in their heart that it might collapse. They actually should collapse. They know they always collapse. They're just hoping that I came in early before it collapses. Let me tell you something. I'll first give you facts, physical facts, and I'll give you spiritual facts. All right? This is the first physical fact you should bear in mind. You will never leave. You will be there until it finally collapses. They are always like that. They put 10,000 dollars today it becomes 50,000 after a short while. They are coming back. Because if 1,000 can become 50,000, 10, 50, eh, 10 can become 50, 50 can become 250, and 250 can become 2 point something million. That's how people like you reason. It's a jagodaic principle. Understand? Is embedding the heart. That's why no, 95% of those who get in those places never get anything out of it. The only people that make money out of those schemes are the people who started it. God will judge them later, but let's talk about the physical side first. People never leave. You think I'll just collect my own and leave? You will not leave. Let me tell you why you won't leave. Once you collect that first one, you will see something to do with it that needs more money. Then you will now go back, give them the money, hoping it will multiply. And this, were you not in MMM? Don't put up your hand though. Don't put up your But if you were in MMM, put up your hand. Don't put up your hand. Don't put up your hand. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Inside your heart, start putting it up small, small. And you lost money. And you didn't learn anything. You still join crypto. You know what they call people like you? A mule. They don't listen. It's in the scriptures. Donkey. Say the pastor of me? Yes, you. He goat. When I was young, we had goats around. Goats are the most things. <laughs> goats are annoyingly stubborn. Goats never frustrated before. Cats are the sorry. Dogs are the smartest. If you flog a dog twice, a dog twice in a place, it won't come there again. We had a dog that time when we were young. If you put your you are eating food, you put your plate on the ground, you won't eat it. This one I have, that one is very stupid dog. He will eat it. <laughs> when we're young, my dog, our dog that i tipsy and lucky, they won't eat it. They'll be there looking at the food like this. You know why? The plate is not their own. Then just roll a piece of bone from that plate onto the ground. Before you know, the bone has vanished. It will vaporize. But goats. <laughs> so when your robot man wants to abuse you well, he will say erroneous. That is, errone means meat. But it's also the Yoruba word for goat. That means you don't hear. You will beat goat like this. Eh? You will beat the goat almost to death. <laughs> as soon as you turn your back, not only has she come back, she has gathered the children. <laughs> but I told you, this is my vegetable guy. They, 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 don't, they don't hear. There is not God has removed the ability to understand from them. They don't get it. I don't think they have any memory center for pain. <laughs> they don't have any memory center for pain at all. That's how human beings are when it comes to money. They join MMM. Phew! Money left, have you? They still join crypto. Let me tell you, just leave quick money alone. Don't desire it. If they come and say, do you want 10 million? And I say, I don't want. I say, why? I say, Pastor Bank says it's quick money. I say, I can't be any 10,000. Yesterday yeah, today will be 10 million. You want to kill somebody. He said, you don't have faith. say. yes, I noticed it too. I don't have faith. Leave it. He said, if you don't have faith, I know. That is why if you gave it to me, because I don't have faith, I will now die. Just leave it. I told you, one of my friends came to me one day. and said, Banky, ah, there's this investment. And he told me the investment. I said, ah. He doesn't know that me. I'm very allergic to invest Me? It gives me a rash. It makes my body itch. I start having diarrhoea. It's called allergy. <laughs> not literally rash, not literally rash. Are you getting my point? Once you start the how to make money, mean this I just <coughs> the way I was so moving away from you. You believe like me. Like, are you serious? He said, Listen, this one works. I said, Bro, don't worry now. He says from America. I said, so? He said, no, it's not like this, no one, this one's from America. Ah, I looked at this man. With all your education, you have never heard of Bernard Madoff. I told him, I said, bros, Bernard Madoff is an American. Yet he stole 30-something billion dollars for the rest of the world. I said, please leave this thing. He said, just see your money, it's just going up like this on a graph. I said, bros, enjoy plotting your graph, just leave me. He's the one I told, I said, my name is Jonah. If I enter your boat... All of us are going down. So they all leave me. I said, I have a, prof- I have a generic anointing. Once I enter that investment, it will die. Ah. He said, okay, I've told you. I said, I appreciate it. What I've told you, is almost worth the discussion here and I had. He told me it's from America. I asked him like I told you. He said, you see the money on the graph? I told him I'm not interested in the graph. He told me how much his money had grown. I said, leave it. And it was mouthwatering. Maybe someone tell me, that, like, when he started, started with like $10,000, that journey nice money is worth $50,000. I said, bro, thank you. Father God, I want to thank you for my life. I didn't know that. I could be so free with the spirit that I would resist those temptations. I said, thank you. I didn't answer him. Then after some time, we didn't talk anything again. I didn't hear anything. Until about two years later, or three years later, I now read of the graph. <laughs> I don't need to tell you more than that. Just go and Google up one coin. Yeah, just Google up one coin. Yeah, there's one woman, Rujia Ignatova, she stole four billion dollars and vanished. So when I saw that graph and I remembered, I said, Oh, that was my brother's graph. You know the truth? The graph is still there. <laughs> it's still growing. <laughs> Some of these graphs are still growing. Meanwhile, worldwide, especially Africa, China. That woman, that woman, collect, from England, collected four billion dollars and melted. She's so melted, FBI can't find her, CIA can't find her. At the point in time, so, so they won't say maybe she's dead. She's not dead, nothing. They now took her brother and went and locked him in America. As, uh, like and I were discussing, said so that's not a big deal. He probably has 50 million dollars locked somewhere. Oh, they released him. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, there, there, there's one I can do told me about yesterday. I said, My God in heaven. Said, Some people were contributing money. They were saying, No, it will work, it will work. They got celebrity to endorse it. Then the whole thing collapsed. Huh? I bet all, all of you know about this is. How much? <laughs> The one that before told me, that now knocked me. I said, they now came and I said, please, bring more money. Your own money will come out. <laughs> you know, people still went. <laughs> when I tell you about goats, you see what I'm telling you? <laughs> don't let. They still went and gave them money. Huh. How did I get into this? I wanted to just warn people. Please, the number of people losing money to all these schemes these days is alarming. And it's unnecessary. I'm not saying this to Brago, okay? you know I've never lost a couple to them? Not a dime. And they've been doing this since I was in university. You can go and read up about Planwell. That was in the late 80s. Collapsed around 1991 and 1992. Read about Planwell. Believe we had a lot of them that time. My colleagues were all run my class we were always running up and down. We had bonds, all kinds of things. I don't know how God poured that spirit into me. I said, Leave me. One cobble one molten cobble like this. I've not I've not lost to them. I'll just be watching them like do you know the truth? All those who have done it, they've all lost money. And we are still on the same level or they are worse than me. Just follow me. Follow who no road. The righteous shall flourish like what? A palm tree. It's slow but it's steady. What I was saying to you earlier, I need to say it again. I believe it's the word of God I brought for you this evening. Whatever it is you are doing right now, please don't be discouraged. Once it's managing to keep afloat, it's called what? Preservation for salvation about to be revealed. The Lord is preserving you. And in that period, you are learning all kinds of things. It's people like you, back to what I was saying, that we pray and God will listen. Intercession is not about having big words in your mouth. It's not about knowing how to rise up at midnight or at 2 a.m. or early in the morning. That's not all. Those ones have their part. But no matter how many hours Esther and her handmaidens spent praying, if she doesn't pass through those doors, there's no deliverance. If she does not pass through those doors, there's no deliverance. That's just what I want to tell you this evening. If you are, if you are, if you are doing what I'm saying, keep in, just keep going. When you, listen, you will those who are running your business by issuing fake products, you will kneel down in your factory and say, Lord, stop them now. Not say, in the name of Jesus, I begin to bind and cast them. I scatter them. All that big English, honestly, you, never, you don't have problems yet. When you have problems, you just lie down. They say, Lord, these people are spoiling my business. You spoil them. You know what God will do? You wake up next morning. Suddenly, um, what name was this? ISO, what NIS, Nigerian Institute for Standard, whatever. They just get up and just arrest everybody. Close factories. Close factories. Just be closing factories. They will find that everybody that's producing fake products, you will have been ten in the market the day before. Today you're only two. That is when it's called the day of their judgment. It's called the day of the vindication of the Lord. That is when the Lord will come and show the difference between those who fear him and those who don't fear him. One of the things I've realized, before I just thought it would happen automatically, but the Lord has raised me now to teach brethren. You, that's in that sector, pray that prayer. Don't be afraid. They tell you you're asking for judgment. You have to ask for judgment. Just don't mention names. Don't mention anybody's name. You are running a school. Everybody is cheating. You refuse to cheat. They now give you a bad reputation that your people don't pass. The other people pass. Why are you... Some people now say, you have to join them. Hey, one, one man was talking to my wife the other day. He said, boy, you see what has been going on? My wife said, what do you mean? That's time when you need to stand. And if you're a believer, don't just stand, kneel. You will stand in righteousness. Then you kneel in faith. You kneel and say, God, arise. Let your enemies be scattered. Say, Lord, everyone that's promoting unrighteousness, that's promoting my practice in the name of Jesus. Scatter their camp in Jesus' name. When thy judgments are upon the earth, O God, the inhabitants thereof learn righteousness. Say, so, arise, O Lord, let your enemies be scattered. You are a God of righteousness. Why will you sit still and behold iniquity prosper? You know, he wants to hear us say it. Why he's found it hard to do anything is those who are praying it in church are people of iniquity too. But when he finds righteous people who, like Esther, they are fasting, and they are ready. They are entering through the doors. If I may mean use that expression. They are laying down their lives. They now say to the Lord, arise. Judge iniquity. Hear the word of God. I'm not giving you my own words. He will arise and judge. You are a politician. They rigged you out four years ago. It's good. What did I say? Say it's good. It's, good. it's called the trial of your faith. Election is coming up again. The Nazis had the regular last time. Are you going to stay there and be looking? Say, yes, I will stay here and look. If that's what you mean, I should come and join Reagan. I won't. Then I will enter into my closet and close the door. I say, God, that makes kings. God, the ruler over the realms of mankind. God, the governor amongst the nations. They said, we are doing democracy. And these votes, won't vote for per person. Yet men have gathered and they have said, they will survey the course of justice and they will not let righteousness prosper. Arise, God of righteousness, and defend righteousness in this land. Oh boy, just pray like that. Use those words I've used every day. Don't, don't get tired. Collect your form. The more they rig you out, the heavier they will fall in the day of their judgment. Yeah, what I'm telling you is a matter of fact. But Christians like to whine and grumble. They don't do their work. Intercession, this is the faith that makes it work. This is the faith that makes it work. Don't be afraid. See, God needs these things, though. You know me, I'm a preacher. So, do you see the way I pray and prophesy? Against lie pulpit? Father, you will crack the pulpit in half. It will break. Say, they all use glass these days. Uh, the angel said, oh, Pastor Bank, that work is not hard though. The lying pastor will come, take ordinary handkerchief, drop it, glass will shatter. Everybody will know that no, something is going on here. And the Lord will say, it's for the lies they've been lying on that pulpit. And this is my warning sign. The next time I return, it is the man standing behind it that will shatter. Not the glass. Yes? You know what? In my lifetime, no, that's in my lifetime. My lifetime is still long. Now is the day of divine judgment. Those of you that gather people to collect their money, you are not there to give them the word of truth we shut you down in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, we do. Your ministry will not... Pro- Listen, even if you are, it's only confusable that we follow you before, even there, they will not follow you anymore. Amen. We vanish like smoke from the surface of ministry activities in this nation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Many that they, they will just disappear. Listen, there are two groups. There are two groups. There are those who don't know God at all. Let me not share their judgment. But God will judge them. They just came there to make money. And there are those who know the Lord, but they are now holding the truth in unrighteousness. They are subduing the truth they wouldn't speak up. For those people, it's terrible, but God still has to answer, even though they are Christians. They now start telling you that God does not punish believers. Let me tell you something you don't want to believe. Ananias was born again. So was Sapphira. Simon the sorcerer also believed. Yet Peter said, your money, what? perish with you. If you don't want to perish, you have only one thing. It's called repentance. That is the only thing you can do. I hope you've got my point today. That's the principle of intercession. Let's bow down our heads and pray. Let us bow down our heads and pray. Let's, let's speak to the Lord. Let's speak to the Lord. Yeah, I'm just going to give you a minute. Just say what you have to to the Lord. Repent. Yes, repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, the day of the judgment of the Lord is at hand. Doers of iniquity, repent. The Lord has arisen to judge. He will judge every evil doer. And then he will bless those who take refuge in him. Take refuge in the Lord, O saints of God. Take refuge in him. There's no safety in running up and down. There's no security anywhere. Only in the Lord will you have security. Only in the Lord will you have safety. Your destiny is secure in the Lord. The destiny of your children is secure in the Lord. The Lord is going to turn for you the desert land into a well-watered garden. That's what the Spirit is saying. For people, for my people, I am going to turn the desert land into a well-watered garden. I will turn their deserts into well-watered gardens. Yeah, that's what the Lord is going to do. The Lord is going to turn somebody's desert into a well-watered garden. The Lord will ransom his people and redeem them from the hand of him who was stronger than them. Yes. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They will be radiant over the bounty of the Lord, over the grain and the new wine and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. And their life will be like a watered garden. And they will never languish again in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, then the virgin will rejoice in the dance and the young men and the old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy and will comfort them and give them joy for their sorrow. I will fill the soul of the priests with abundance and my people will be satisfied with my goodness, declares the Lord. I've just read for you from Jeremiah chapter 31. Yes, it's the word of God for you. Remember, it is the word of God for you in this season. I'm giving that word on the, the Spirit's behalf. So the people of God in this season, you can go and read it again. Jeremiah chapter 31 from verse 11. The Lord will ransom his people. Yes. You are ransomed of the Lord. You will, it will manifest in this generation. It will manifest. Your eyes will see him clear iniquity from your path. In the business you have been doing, those who are prospered by doing unrighteousness, by breaking all kinds of laws and doing hurt to their neighbor. God says the time of their prosperity has ended, but the time of their judgment has commenced. Yes. It has commenced. Give the Lord thanks for that. I want to claim those prophetic words. If I were you, I'll open it there and begin to meditate on those scriptures. Jeremiah chapter 31. I read from verse 11 to verse 14. That's the word of the Lord for you. That's the word of the Lord for you. And God has given you a divine assignment. Pray the Lord of the harvest to have mercy upon the land. Yes, he said, entreat the Lord for the land's sake. That's why he has sent you as an exile into this nation. And I'm saying to you today, the Lord will hear you. He will hear you when you cry. He will hear you when you call. Yes, he will hear, he will hear, he will hear. Actually, his ears have been tuned to hear. He's been waiting for those who call to him in truth. Those who are committed. Those who are not just trying. Those who are laying down their lives in the service of the purpose of God on this earth. And I say to such people, the Lord will hear.